I'm like, you know what, man? Like, if if these guys can do it, I definitely can do it. You know, not saying you know it won't be hard or anything. So I put that on my list. I said I decided, you know, hey, August, September of 2023, we're gonna go to Machu Picchu. We're gonna hike the Inca Trail, and then everything leading up to that is just training for it. What is going on, babies? Welcome to another episode of the Mood Lifters Show. In this week's episode, I'm sitting down with Chris and Grant and just talking about updates on their journey so far. Chris talks about how he has a big goal in mind and how he's going to set it through training and creating this process of building this adaptation to accomplish this incredible task. And I'm really fired up for him and I hope you're fired up with him as well. So if you're ready for it, let's get into it. We are back and ready for action. How are you guys doing today? Dude, I'm doing real well. It's been an eventful week. What about you guys? I'm finally recovering. I'm, I'm coming out of, you know, weeks of being sick. I'm excited. I'm, I'm just keeping busy. It's been a little hectic, but, you know, here we are. Say la vie. Hell yeah. For me, I just got back from New York for my cousin's wedding. So it was a busy week. I kind of had to work out less because I was running around, but it gave my body some form of recovery. So I came back in fired up and ready to go. And there's another wedding in a couple of weeks. So I'll just repeat that process. Yeah. So, but yeah, guys, it's been a minute. I'm glad that Grant, you're on the way to recovery and stuff because that shit hits you hard, bro. It was a COVID specifically uh, or? So week one was negative tested for COVID. I think it was just like a, a seasonal transition cold or something. Mm-hmm. And then week two was COVID positive. I'll tell a little bit of the story as I was at work and, you know, I'd come back from week one being sick. I went to work and they needed me at the branch for something because they've been sending me to the driving school, but they had me come to the branch to meet with somebody. And then like halfway, like almost towards the end of the day, I started feeling like off and my head was feeling weird. And then like, I started getting some like numbness on, on my right side of my body. And I was like, oh, this is a stroke indicator. So I was kind of freaking out. And I went and I talked to my supervisor and I was like, hey, I'm having this like really weird numbness and my head's feeling strange. What should we do? Like, should we call an ambulance? And he wanted to call an ambulance, but you know, as a big, dumb, masculine man, we're, we're heavily against going to the hospital. So <laughs> <laughs> I said, you know what, let's, let's just wait a little bit. Cause when I was younger and when I wore the glasses, like is that I have my profile picture, that's a couple of years old there. I used to get what's called thunderclap migraines. Mm-hmm. And that what they are is, you know, migraines aren't very well understood yet, but uh, this, the simple explanation is that a thunderclap migraine is something that has like a precursor symptom as like an indicator of like, okay, in an hour, you're going to have a bitch of a migraine. Mm. So when I used to get them, I used to have like a baseball sized numbness that would manifest on my, on like my right or my left hand. And then it would effectively crawl from up my arm to my face and then to the other hand. And it would, it would do that and it would last for like a minute or a couple minutes. And then in an hour, I would be like incapacitated with like hypersensitivity to light, noise, smell. And I would have to sleep for like 10, 13 hours after that. And then I got LASIK and I stopped getting them. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it was just a heavy eye strain issue that was, that was manifesting these migraines. 
because I was blind as a bat. And then, so I was like, oh, maybe I'm, I'm having one of those, which is really rare for me now that I've had the, the migraine fix, but the, the numbness was just constant. And I had it for like half an hour, 40 minutes. So I was, I was heavily concerned about that. And then eventually the numbness went away. They offered me a migraine, like aid medication. So I said, okay, I'll take that just in case this, this is a migraine. And it, it helped curb the symptoms a little bit. And I said, okay, you know what? I, I think I'm good to drive home. And I drove home. I took a four hour nap. And then I went and I talked to my roommate and I was like having difficulty like speaking, mm-hmm. like talking and getting my thoughts out. She's like, you're sounding a little off. Let's go ahead and get a test done. So we did the test. And like the second we put the sample onto the test, it, it was positive. And she slammed the door. My door closed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's going on? She's like, don't you come out unless you're going to the bathroom. I was like, ah. And then that was week two. And then this past week was, was me returning. The driving school kicked me out for 10 days. So now I've just been back working at the branch. But let me tell you, man. Being, you know, effectively bedridden and quarantined in your house for two weeks and not getting movement in. And then right after that, going back to a extremely physically demanding job where, you know, moving hundreds of pounds worth of of liquid and barrels and drums. The worst, <laughs> bro. Bending mm-hmm. over and stooping and picking up a bunch of weight. It's like, what a what a drastic <laughs> change. Like I'm fe- I'm feeling so beat up right now. <laughs> I can imagine, dude. <laughs> Just getting back to that. Like the first day was probably like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn, bro. I had like little baby blisters and I had to deal with those. And... But a filling job, messy work. But you know, I'm just glad to be back in it and not being like like I like being home mm-hmm. and, and doing what I wanted to do. But when it's like when it's something that's forcing me to be home and not do what I want to do is yeah, like yeah. a totally different thing, you know? I hate that to myself. When I start coming under the weather, I'm like, oh, vitamin D, vitamin C, just like. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I'm like, I'm not trying like, to get sick. <laughs> I dropped like 80 bucks on different kinds of like Mucinex, Dayquils, Nyquils, Airborns, vitamins. I was like, I'm just pounding like all this stuff. <laughs> hoping that like I could I could curb it a little bit but and it honestly it kind of helps a little bit like when I was taking the airborne that first week it kind of yeah. helped me push a little just a little bit more but yeah it was just not fun don't recommend nice little vacation though you know nice little yeah. staycation stay home play yeah. runescape unplanned, <laughs> unplanned vacation just runescape fishing fishing yeah. the 99 <laughs> Just, just <laughs> hating life, remember. <laughs> Chris, how you been, dude? Dude, I, I've been okay. I've been much better than Grant. You know, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't haven't been sick. I was trying something new this week. You know, last week and the weeks before, I was uh, I was you know continuing to work out, getting in my six exercises in every day, or you know as many days as I could, followed by a walk. And I started thinking about leaving Hawaii here in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. I've got like three weeks left. And once I get back to Ohio, it's going to be like minimum, like two weeks before I'm able to get back into a gym, just because like, I'll be staying with my family during that time. They live in a very rural area and, um, you know, so I can get walks in, but just not, you know, 
like actual working out unless I'm doing some sort of body weight stuff. So I took the week off from actually lifting and working out, but I kept doing the walks just to kind of see how that, how that would feel. And to see like, Oh, am I still, you know, getting my mobility up? Am I still moving? Is everything still in the up and up? And I feel like I just immediately started, my body started going in the opposite direction. You know what I mean? Like I started getting sore again, you know, my back was hurting more. I started, you know, having, you know, more issues. And so I think I, you know, confirmed the key is I need to be like lifting weights in there as well. Yeah. That's a very tricky process, man. We talked about that a few weeks ago too. It's like when you halt on something, those kind of adaptations start to diminish. And then it's like, oh shit, I got to go back and go about this process to get those adaptations to come up. Mm -hmm. And It'll come a time where it's like, it's not as bad in regards to that, where it's like, you can take a week off and you'll come back and it'll be kind of fatiguing, but it's, it's not as bad as it is. That'll come with time, but definitely, you know, incorporating some form of weights when you transition over uh, to Ohio, Yeah, you, if you have some weights around lying around the house or anything like that, I would implement them in some way. And you can get very creative with that. You can, I mean, even with a, with a backpack, you can add just a bunch of stuff in there and just make it like 40 pounds, for example, and mm-hmm. just start rowing it or start doing, you know, press ups and things like that. You can get very creative with that and having some form of resistance might help a lot. So even if you don't have access to weights, make your own weights, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Try something like that out, you know? Yeah. Uh, exercise. Right. Dude, get the, get the wee exercise going. <laughs> another another thing I decided was this past week. So it, it, it had always been on my bucket list to go to hike Machu Picchu um, and do the Inca Trail and everything. And then I was telling you guys about this in our chat. But I I recently had a friend named Mary, who's a military friend of mine. She took and a couple of her friends took like a backpacking trip for two weeks to Peru and Bolivia, I think. And she posted a bunch of photos online and I reached out to her and I was like, Hey, like, how hard was this? Is this super difficult? And she's like, yeah, she's like, listen, hiking the Inca trail to get to Machu Picchu was like, everyone was in their own personal hell. And normally, like, I feel like before I would be kind of turned off by that, but dude, that got me super excited. I was like, Oh, I was like, I get to do a challenge. Like I get to make yeah. do something hard. You know, I felt like that, you know, that military fun spirit yeah. started to come back out at me. So I started looking up all these different like, you know, videos of like hiking the Inca Trail and and whatnot. And I saw like some plus size people doing it. And I also saw a bunch of like older people doing it. And I'm like, you know what, man, like if if these guys can do it, I definitely can do it. You know, not saying, you know, it won't be hard or anything. So I put that on my list. I said, I decided, you know, hey, August, September of 2023, we're going to go to Machu Picchu. We're going to hike the Inca Trail. And then everything leading up to that is just training for it. When I did go to the gym and I started and I was lifting weights again, like not last week, week before, it was, I don't know, it was just super motivating. It was like, you know, I had a reason to be there over just the weight loss, you know, and, and that's, and that's what I was focusing on. And, and I I was having a lot more fun with it. My goodness. That hike, according to Google, was a 26 mile hike. Yeah, but you do it over you do it over the course of like five or six days. It's yeah. not a it's not all at once. Thirteen thousand, um, almost fourteen thousand feet elevation. Yep. Oh, that's the t- the elevation is killer, man. Yeah, but you get to see alpacas, you guys. That's pretty cool, I mean, actually. I think it's I worth mean, it. It's worth the pain and suffering. It's worth the hell to see. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's say an alpaca. You yeah. know, they just come up to you, you know? That's actually... What I'm hearing is group trip, you know, next year. <laughs> Let's do it. You know, one thing I'll say about elevation too, it's like at first when you get up at like an elevation, it's kind of scary because you, you know, you're breathing differently, but yeah. then you, your body will eventually adapt to it. So maybe the initial bout, you're like, what the hell? But then over time, you're like, you've already been through, you're in hell right mm. now. So it's like, this is not that bad, not that bad. <laughs> at, a, at a certain point. <laughs> I reached out to uh, one of our coworkers who lives in Mexico. I explained the trip to him and I was like, hey man, do you want to go with me? And he was like, maybe, because I got to talk to the wife, but you know, like, we'll, we'll discuss and maybe. So I'm looking for people to go with. And if no one wants to go, I'm, dude, I'm going by myself. Like, we're going to figure this out. That's awesome. So man. are we in? Is, dude, the community, is the community in? Does the community want to do this? A big let's, old community trip? It's going to be later on. You said August, September, right? Yeah. Hmm. And we still... And we still got Spartan Run to do, you guys. Yeah, so we got, I, I haven't forgotten about that one either. Yeah, we got Spartan Race. One of my, one of my buddies, he was actually in our, in our call, uh, Chris, the yoga guy. He, he's like, you want to do some rock climbing? Because I do rock climbing. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I had never done rock climbing before, but I will definitely give it a shot. Dude, I was rock like, climbing's fun. Yeah, I was like, it's going to build my forearm strength, right? He's like, oh, most definitely. And I'm like, maybe I'm in because I need that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, Tony, but your forearms are lacking. Yeah, dude, they're, they're getting <laughs> small, bro. They're shrinking. <laughs> yeah. The, the term um, is atrophy. <laughs> atrophy. Yeah, I've just, I don't know, man, I'm starting to like really fall in love with the gym and working out. I really am. And part of me is, you know, when I'm in there, I'm just like, you know, I want to do more, but then I also know, you know, like we talked about before, I want to make sure I can pace it so I can still yeah. continuously go. And I, I took this week off on purpose just to kind of see how my body would react. And obviously didn't react well, you know, I'm in a lot of pain from my back, but, uh, but no, I, I plan on starting to go back again, at least for the last couple of weeks that I'm here anyway. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we'll deal with Ohio, you know, we'll deal with that whenever, whenever it comes, but then I'm hoping to get right back to the gym there. We'll find my game plan is to find some sort of big nationwide gym, like, I don't know, 24 hour fitness yeah, 24 or, or hour. something. Yeah. And then I already made plans. Like the first week I'm back, like I fly in the 21st and then it's like the following weekend, I'm taking a seven hour road trip down to Tennessee to Sue's her retreat. Mm -hmm. So I'm going down there for a retreat for my own brand and I'm meeting a couple guys down there and we're going to. Very cool. Yeah. We're, we're just awesome. kind of kind of go out in the woods and go hiking and camping. So I'm already making these travel plans and I'm like, all right, well, while I'm on the road, hiking and traveling and seeing the, seeing the sites and getting outdoors and exploring nature, I also you know, want to be able to still like work out and, and whatnot. So I'm going to try and find some sort of nation gym. Chris, I'm getting goosebumps for you. It's, it's really firing me up. The fact right? that you're like, you're like, okay, you know, I got this, I got this, I got that. Like you're already planning it and you're committing to it right away. And that's incredible. Yeah. Like, I love that, especially with the guys listening, you know, you start, Chris started with one small step and he's gotten that momentum and he's like, I'm really liking the workouts because I could see where I can go. Like, you, mm -hmm. you push your limits and then you're like, okay, that's my limit right now. I'm going to recover and then try it again, or even try something different and see where it takes me. And that's, that's how, immediately how it should be. And something as simple as working out and just having something to work towards in progress can bring some fulfillment. And it's something, it's so small. You can go outdoors and go for a run, right? You can go yeah. into the gym and lift weights and you don't need something that's like, at this moment in time, at least you don't need something, some goal that's 
you know, it's like a completely impossible task from where you're at right now. And you look at it and you're like, man, this is overwhelming. There's no way I can get to that point. It's like, what's the first thing that you can do right now? And especially like the mental health route, if you're dealing with depression, let's say you're prescribed antidepressants and you're dealing with depression, you're taking your antidepressants, they've been helping. It's like, what's the next step that I can do with my lifestyle that I can prove upon? It's like something as simple as working out. You get that momentum of working out. Then you start building that confidence and working out and you're like, maybe I should gravitate towards learning a new hobby, or maybe I should gravitate towards reading this one book, or I have a challenge in the gym that I want to accomplish and I want to work towards, I'm going to work towards that. And then over time, you're building up, you know, this momentum and then good stuff comes from it, man. Your mindset with the exercise, your mindset gets strengthened. You start learning a lot more. You start building more confidence in yourself because you're like, dude, I'm retaining all this information because I'm actively working out. My brain's actively working and I'm going to study this thing. Let's say it's college studying for an exam because I'm working out. My brain's a lot more active and I'm retaining all this information. And you're like, oh, I get to study a lot less and I'm able to retain more information. There's something to do with working out and you just, it's a snowball effect, man. It's that snowball effect that the magic happens and it all starts with just fucking moving. (laughs) (laughs) right no and I feel like just moving and then just getting to the gym has really helped affect every other aspect of my life too I didn't mean to cut you off apologize no no you didn't cut me off like with my own brand I've started making game plans toward that I now have a vision a clear roadmap of where I want to go and what I'm going to do what I want to accomplish I started you know just reading more professional books more confidence at work and I feel like I haven't lost any weight and that's partly because of dieting, mostly because of dieting, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's, but I'm just making these small changes and I just finished the book. I'll be happy when by, I think Jared, I can't think of his last yeah, name. Uh, Jared Springer. Springer, it is Springer. Yep. Yeah. And in the book, he talks about how he was depressed and he was anxious and he was all these things. And he started making, you know, just 1% changes every day, mm-hmm. a little bit with a diet, a little bit with working out, a little bit with his brand, a little bit with this, a little bit with that, with his family. And then nothing where it's like, hey, I'm super unhealthy. I haven't worked out in a minute. I'm just going to all of a sudden spend three hours a day at the gym, super healthy, vegan <laughs> diet. You know, he's like, it's not sustainable, right? Yeah, so yeah. Very small exactly. changes. And, and you go. And I started doing that. And one thing that I noticed, and like especially dieting, is I freaking love white rice. I got a rice maker. Mm-hmm. I'm using it almost daily now. I'm looking to like change some stuff up to be like, hey, maybe I should add like some sort of sauce or something mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. to you know just to kind of change it up so I, I wanted to get into that with you but it ultimately it led me to this book here which is do cool shit by miki garwal I'm, I'm butchering the name and i apologize but i just started reading the book and the book is awesome it basically talks about doing cool shit in your starting the business and also with your life i like that yeah and it's all about how to identify a problem uh, you know, how to solve the problem and then how to, how to, you know, expand and grow. And it, I can go into a whole thing with that, but yeah, that's roughly where I'm at. You guys. Dude, I'm super pumped for you going back to the, like you were saying, the channeling, the military spirit, mm-hmm. you're like challenge accepted. I'm this, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm going after it and I, I love it, dude. I'm, I'm super proud of you. And yeah, you know either, what the new, what were you gonna say? I say either they're going to helicopter me off that mountain or we're going to finish it. <laughs> the helicopter is going to be pricey, bro. So let's finish it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's finish it. You're that'll right. Be, that'll be 30 grand. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
it's another country it's fine <laughs> if it was in america it'd be like 30 grand and then... <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know what the healthcare system is like in peru so <laughs> <laughs> going into the nutrition you know improvements i was thinking about this a lot lately where i i feel like you start with exercise and then you go into the nutrition aspect. And I, I look at things like exercising for mental health as like a three pillar system where it's like you have exercise, nutrition, and sleep. Start with exercise, you get that momentum, you start building those habits. And usually with the exercise comes you being more cognizant of the nutritional choices you'll make and things like that. In my opinion, I think the nutrition is one of the hardest parts of everything because it's like figuring out what works best for you, figuring out, you know, if I eat this, well, I start getting ravenously hungry towards eating another thing. Like I have trigger foods and things like that. It's kind of figuring out your own process. Whereas yeah. exercise, you do figure out your own process, but it's like, if I do this, what happens? Oh, I'm getting some progress here. Okay. Let's try it. Let's keep doing that. Let's mm -hmm. add some weight to it and things like that. But nutrition is a lot more complex. I was actually speaking with one of our coworkers the other day and he was like, oh, I'm, I'm grabbing lunch. And I was like, oh, man, what are you getting? I was like, let me get a ham and cheese sandwich because that's what I wanted to get. And he goes, all those carbs? No. And I was <laughs> like, is carb something I should be worried about? I was like, I, I don't know. I never really thought about it, I guess. You're more than welcome to ask me about carbs. If you want, I can break it down right now. Dude, look, let's break it down. Okay, okay. So Grant, Grant get the beat. <laughs> Grant's like, uh, mm. no. <laughs> let's not do the beat because I'll start losing my train of thought and start laughing. You got to look at carbs as it's a non-essential macronutrient. And when people hear of this, this is why there's like that myth where it's like, you don't need carbs or it's not necessarily a myth. It's technically true, but it depends on the sort of physical activity you do. And it depends on your genetics and things like that. Yeah. Uh, it's a non-essential macronutrient because your body will break down protein and fats into glucose and glucose is a sugar, right? It's your body's main source of energy. So you technically do not need carbs as a macronutrient, but when I say this, it's like, you got to take into consideration that most of the foods that contain carbs are going to be your rice. They're going to be your fruits and vegetables. And those are going to have a lot of, a lot of nutrients in them. Now, whatever diet works for you, great. You know, we've talked about keto. Keto doesn't really work for me, but I like keto in that, you know, usually the products that are a little bit higher fat are a little bit more, you know, monounsaturated, polyunsaturated, and omega-3s. They're the healthier fats. But with carbs, I need them in my life because of the activity that I do. You know, when you're weightlifting and when you're doing mixed martial arts, your body breaks down which is what is called glycogen and glycogen is like, it's in your muscles. Right. And I'll simplify it like this. It's more complex than this. I'm not really good at explaining the entirety of it, but when you're working out, you're breaking, you're basically breaking down that glycogen, especially in the higher rep ranges later on with time, you may notice that going through your workout sessions, you might get a massive pump in one area and another area is flat. So, and I'll give you an example. So when I go through my leg workouts, I get a massive pump in my leg workouts but for some reason, my arms start to shrink and it's all because the glycogen is being depleted from my body. I'm not training arms, so I don't have a pump. And I'm like, why am I looking smaller? And my legs are like ballooned up and it's, and it's that. And glycogen is used for more endurance-based stuff. So higher repetition and things like that. Mm -hmm. And carbs is like immediate access to replenishing your glycogen stores and replenishing instant access to energy, I guess you could say you probably see where people like, for example, my brother as a power lifter, when he goes into competition, he has to hit a certain weight. And when he hits that, he's like, all right, I'm going to carb up now. And what he does beforehand with that weight cut, 
is that he takes out the carbs because it drops water weight, but he stops eating a lot of carbs and then his weight drops down quickly. But as soon as he hits the weight cut and he's like, okay, you're in the competition, carbs up and he just balloons up real quickly. And that will help a lot with exercise performance, especially when you're doing it. And during his like competition, you'll see him with like sugary candies and stuff, because that's a simple carbohydrate. It's like an instant access to carbs in your body. So if you take like a, you could do that with a fruit, fruits, a little bit more complex, but you take a fruit or you take some Skittles or something like that. And you're like, okay, I got a competition. I'm going to take some Skittles right now. It's going to give me that quick energy I need for the performance at hand. I know that we've talked about David Goggins before. And in his book, he was, he was mentioning, I don't know if it's in his audible or in the book itself, but he was mentioning like, these guys have like candies, like they eat candy for their performance. And that's because the instant access to carbs provides them that immediate access to energy and carbs. Mm -hmm. Like I've mentioned is like instant access to energy. You just get into it. And that's where a lot of performance athletes optimize carbs. You don't need a ton unless you're like in a competition where it's super intense and then you you need to replenish it immediately. Like the endurance runners, they are going to be taking in a ton of carbohydrates. Whereas me, not so much, but I still take a good amount. If I didn't have enough, I'll have be like a lot more fatigued. I won't recover as effectively and things like that. Okay. That's, that's pretty, yeah. Thumbs up. Pretty much, that's pretty much it broken down. I know, I know that's a mouthful, but just think of carbs as like a quick access to energy. And when you're on a diet, the easiest macronutrient that won't impact, you know, the other hormonal stuff is taking out the carbs. That's why people take out the carbs. But for me personally, I don't think in like, absolutes in regards to nutrients. Mm-hmm. I think of like, okay, the easiest access to take out is the carbs, but I'm not going to take out all of them. I'm just going to take out a little bit or grab yeah. like a chunk of it and just throw it out. I want to make sure my proteins and my fats are high on my diets because the fats are for hormonal purposes, the proteins for muscle retention and fullness. My carbs are, are kind of low, but not low to the point they're non-existent. And that, right. that diet has worked personally best for me. Now, You might find that, oh, I don't really need that many carbs. Maybe I can go keto and I have no problem sticking with keto. Whereas somebody else is like, fuck keto. (laughs) I need like 500 grams of carbs in my body. And some people are like that. Some people are outliers where they just need carbs and they actually drop their fats on their diet and then they, they function properly. That's not me. So, okay. You'll find that as it goes. I appreciate it. Is there anything I could add to the rice, like a sauce-wise, like teriyaki sauce or under something, sweet yeah, and sour sauce, something that's like not super terrible for you, but yeah. just something to change it up a little bit? It's, it's okay to add light teriyaki sauce. If you're feeling kind of crazy, you can add some like hot sauce. What you can do is also that popcorn seasoning I mentioned, the kernel seasons. You I know, throw I that tri- shit. I tried it, man. I don't like it. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Maybe it's the one I tried. I tried that popcorn seasoning and I was just like, you know, I just like put like a little bit like on my finger and you know, taste yeah, it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like this. Try it. Like, yeah. Try, try other flavors and see if it works. If not, look for other things that are kind of like that, where it's like that seasoning that adds flavor to it. It's okay if mm-hmm. you get a little bit more sodium in it, but usually like those kind of seasonings won't add too many calories to, you know, your meal. So not to worry on that. I would recommend something like that, like the light teriyaki sauce, maybe some hot sauce and things like that. So yeah. Cause I know like when, when I go to like Panda Express, for example, right. You know, like you get the white rice, you get like your, your uh, chicken and they're like, yeah, they give it like a little container of like the sweet and sour sauce. You know, once I'm done putting a little bit on my chicken, like I'll put the rest on the, uh, on the rice and mm-hmm. dude, I love it. I do that too. Cause I, you know, I was telling you guys in the DMs, I was like, dude, my new hack is like Panda Express, 
load up the chicken, load up the rice, and then I'll add a little bit of teriyaki sauce on the rice for the flavor because if you eat rice plain, it's like there's no taste to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. You're like, you're like, that's 1200 calories. And I'm like, well, that's like half the calories of the entire day right there. Yeah, pretty much. But <laughs> with me, I'm kind of a psychopath because I have like my big lunch, big dinner, and then a little bit of protein, you know, mm-hmm. with other meals. So that makes sense. I mean, I, I only had like two meals yesterday. So uh, I, like, I try, I try hard to get like three, four in, but dude, it, it's rough sometimes. If you need to, like, it's annoying for me too, but if it's like a light, like protein shake, you know, open chug mm-hmm. onto I, work. I, I, I noticed yeah, the protein shake only lasts me. Like, like if I, if I just wake up, take a protein shake and I start working, like I'm good for like an hour, hour and mm. a half. But then, then I feel like I really start getting hungry after that. Have you tried doubling up on that? No. Uh-uh. Give that a shot and let me know how that goes. If not, then it's, like, you might have to improvise like, on something. Like two scoops of protein versus one or just a second yeah. shake all together? Yeah, yeah. Either two scoops of protein instead of one or two shakes. Yeah. Because what I, what I was doing was I would put like a, um, almond milk in my Vitamix and then some frozen fruit in there, mm-hmm. uh, like a spoonful of PB2, a scoop of protein, and then like a banana. And then I'd blend all that up. And then the uh, that that would usually, like I said, drink all that, and that would last me like a solid hour, hour and a half. Yeah, take one more scoop to try that out and see how that feels. I feel like if you have like fifty grams, you'll be in a good spot to be fuller for a longer period of time. But just let me know what you think. Okay, I'll give it a shot and let you know. So, what about what about you, Grant? What's been what all going on in your world? Well, you know, the past two weeks, it's just been the sickness thing. I've been doing the <clears throat> that meal service we talked a little bit about. Mm-hmm. And I went ahead. I pushed it back a little bit just because they aren't cheap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm planning on having them around as a like like a last resort kind of thing uh-huh. where it's like if I'm just like too dog tired and then I'm going to probably hit up, you know, local Albertsons and get my hands on the lighter fare meals or whatever that you can get that are frozen and um my biggest issue these past two weeks is like food wise was that I stopped moving but my body was still hungry like I mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. still moving so it was like you know every morning I have to take my medication and I have to wait an hour before I can eat anything and then I, I I'm hungry <laughs> and then I I get something to eat. And then most of the time, like my mornings, as far as like work goes, I'll have my protein oatmeal and then I might have a coffee and then, you know, it's, it's to work. It's, it's start moving. It's, you know, loading the truck up. It's making sure everything's strapped down. It's, uh, you know, helping unload the truck sometimes. And then it's use your brain, make a route, start planning it out and then hit the road. Um, and then I don't typically like Monday through Friday, if I'm in the branch and I'm in the truck, I don't get an opportunity to get anything in my face hole until about like five hours later after that. So it's like, I'll, I'll get in around five 30 and then I'm, I'm required to take a lunch at 10 30. And by then I'm, I'm really hankering for something. Cause you know, uh, protein oatmeal, like it's, it's substantial for a couple hours, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm used to, you know, having something to eat every couple hours when I was first starting all of this. So it's like, I, 
I'm, I'm definitely not planning ahead as far as the lunches go, just because the, the meal planning that we were, that we were using that service, they're frozen. You can't, mm-hmm. and I, and I'm, I'm in a truck. I don't have access to a microwave. So it kind of throws a wrench in the work. Cause then I'm like, all right, well, Mexican food sounds really good right now. <laughs> now I want the carbs because my, my body's worn out. So it's, it's, it's wanting to replace that glycogen and, <laughs> and, um, um, noticing that I'm overeating in the lunch period. And it, the, fr- the frustrating part is like, I take my little lunch pail that has my, my waters and, and occasionally I'll grab a, an energy drink or some, some Gatorade zeros and those help with the hydration part of it. But the most frustrating part is like that I have almonds and, and like tuna packs and I toss some like cheese sticks or a smart pop into the pail and then i'll avoid the the almond and i'll avoid the tuna and all i want to eat is the cheese and the Mm. and the popcorn and then i'll go home and it's like okay well that's there in case i need it (laughs) i've had the same container of tuna and the same bag of well no not the same bag of almonds i'll eat the almonds every once in a while um but like that tuna has been in there for like a month and a half. It's the same one that I bought <laughs> a month and a half ago. It's one of those, what is that? Tuna of the sea or whatever. Yeah. But I think it's, there's a little bit of apprehension because they're the flavored ones and I've never tried it. Mm. Like I just need to pull one out and try it and see if I actually like it or not. Is my it- apprehension is like, if I open it up, I'm like desperate and I put it in my mouth. And I'm like, <laughs> this tastes like shit. <laughs> i could see but that. also but also it's like it's a little weird because it's like i didn't always used to make like the kind of money i'm making now so it's like mm-hmm. i can afford to, to take myself out for lunch and i don't have to really second guess and worry about it which is a little weird because like i don't obviously want to do that and it's it's kind of like having to fight my old my old habits of like just doing what i want because it's and that's mm-hmm. something my roommate always you know always berates me about is like grant you got to stop doing the things that are convenient because that's just another way to say lazy it's like i don't really agree with that but i kind i kind of see where there's like a middle ground for that it's like my love of convenience can be construed as lazy if i if it pushes beyond a certain line you know mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely feeling more conscious of it, but I've also been a lot more conscious of just how stressed I've been these past couple of weeks. And I'm kind of wondering if my stress levels are kind of some, one of the reasons why, like, I'm really, why I got so sick that first week, because I've been really freaking stressed out with the, this new job and this driving school and I'm having to learn a lot of new shit and it's kind of been kicking my ass you know truth be told and it's not that it's a bad thing it's just a lot yeah it's a lot and you know i like uh, i'm a couple pounds up right now uh, and i figure it's like well i was stationary for two fucking weeks and still eating like i was you know moving hundreds of pounds of barrels a day but also thinking about you know, that stress and what it might be affecting with my weight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and I had a little bit of a frustrating, a frustrating conversation. I don't really have much of a relationship with my parents and my, my father called me for the first time in like seven months. <laughs> and, you know, the only reason he called me was because his girlfriend told her, told him to check in on me. And it's like, oh, well, you don't need to feel obligated to check in on me. And he, he, he knows that I'm on a weight, a weight loss thing. And uh-huh. he asked me how I'd been doing. And he's very archaic. You know, he's very mechanical and like, oh, well, it's just calories in, calories out. That's it. No other factors. And so, you know, I told him, I was like, well, you know, down almost down like 130 pounds, but it's kind of slowed down this past couple of months. He's like, well, you're just eating 5,000 calories a day and that's it. Not moving enough. I'm like, ah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Next, Here next subject. <laughs> it's like I don't even want to bother and be like, you know, the science is a little different, but <laughs> I understand that that's the baseline. But not interested in having the, the argument with them about that. Yeah. So it's kind of what I've been dealing with, you know. I'm <sighs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it, man. I'm working. It's definitely a process, dude. Yeah. Yeah. A year ago, I would have been a lot more overwhelmed than I am now. I'm Mm -hmm. definitely feeling much more prepared for it, but it's still a lot here and now, you know? And I think that, I think that a lot of people have, have issues with that as far as like where, where they're at mentally, as far as like preparing or being prepared for significant changes and like Nobody likes change, you know. You have to really learn to embrace change to to really grasp it, you know. And it's it's a little weird because it's like back then I was definitely not that guy. I don't like change. I mean, I just just talking about how how much I'm a fan of convenience, and convenience can be found in simple repetition. Mm-hmm. Thinking about this yesterday, we had like a we have like 500 units in, in my gated community and they had like a community wide garage sale yesterday. So my roommate was cleaning out some of the stuff out of the, out of the garage. And one of the things we had in there was a, an old treadmill that they had didn't, that we didn't have set up. It was that one that she'd had in her old house and was just kind of taking up space. So she made the decision to, to sell it. She asked me, she's like, should I sell this? And I was like, well, you know, it's not really getting used. Um, my other roommates popped his tire on it like four times because he keeps like running into the corner of it. It's kind of more of a detriment. But I was like, do we really need a treadmill? Because like our world is kind of our treadmill. And that was something I was kind of, I was thinking about when, you know, Chris, you're talking about you're getting prepared to make this big ass move. And like, mm-hmm. like when you get out there, it's, I think it's just, it's a fact, more of a factor of like just opening your eyes and approaching your surroundings in a way of saying like, what can I do to get moving out here rather than relying on, on the gym to be like a church where it's like, I can only move or work Mm -hmm. out in this temple of bodybuilding. (laughs) The sanctuary. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like they have the nice equipment. They have the they have the bathrooms, the facilities, and it's it's a, a place of not comfort, but like a place of uncomfort. Like it's like yeah, you yeah. know that that that's the place you're going yeah, to get exactly. uncomfortable, and that uncomfortableness is like what you're seeking. Is like 
knowing that you put your body through a high level of strain and that, you know, at the end of the day, you made it through and tomorrow you're only going to be better for it. In the old days, you know, Vikings would just lift rocks. <laughs> yeah, they would just carry shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they also murdered and pillaged. But, well, you know, <laughs> is that such a bad thing? I mean, like, they, <laughs> said things, they said things ablaze, you know. Yeah. It's it's yeah. a day's work is that was their workouts back in the day, you know. Yep. Ha, have some bonfires, some beers with friends, <laughs> you know, the looting, pillaging, you know. Living the life, man. Living the life. <laughs> yeah, that was just that was just a couple of thoughts that crossed my mind this <laughs> uh yesterday and you know, these since I've had a lot of time to reflect. Mm-hmm. You know, laying in my bed and going, uh, I'm supposed to <laughs> and um thinking about like what my approach is going to be for the next you know month because we had we had made this i had said that i'd want to lose 20 pounds in, in two months and it's like here i am two weeks into it and i'm i'm already out two weeks of progress due to illness and not doing what i need to do to make that progress mm-hmm. but i don't feel discouraged like I just recognize it as like, you know, it is what it is, man. In Spanish, if you want to say it is what it is, you spell socks. Eso sí que es. And it's, it is what it is. And it's kind of become like a simple motto of mine, like just recognizing when things are out of my hands and, and just saying, you know what? Eso sí que es. It is what it is, man. <laughs> I like recognize, that. Recognize it and move on and, and do what you got to do. And uh, yeah, it's just, that's just something I'm, I'm recognizing. It's like these past two weeks of being sick, it is what it is. Just got to move on and keep, keep doing it, keep moving and go from there. So here I am, like making those plans to hit this next week strong. And you know, I'm going to be in the branch moving. And saying like, okay, what do I got to do to make sure I'm not eating Mexican food every single day and, <laughs> and loving every bite of it? But I mean, like it not loving me. Yeah, mm-hmm. the chance. Yeah, those are the worst kind. Bathroom breaks. Uh. <laughs> hey, I will say, guys, I don't know if you kind of looked back at like the previous episodes we've done, but we've all three of us have made so so much headway in our mindset. And it's so awesome to see Grant. It is like, you're like, it is what it is. You know, regardless, I got to keep pushing forward. And then also on top of that, when you're like, you're sick and you're thinking about like your strategy of what you're going to do next. That's, that's freaking awesome. I love that. Like, you're just like raring to go. You're like, I'm going to make this my bitch basically. <laughs> yeah, man. I can't quit. Yeah, I know. You got to keep going. Got to keep going. I was going to say too, like I took some notes while you were talking and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, when you were talking about how your, your body's sedentary, you're still wanting to eat the same amount of food. I think that's entirely natural for a lot of people. It takes a while for the body to catch up in that regard. And if it happens, like, let's say you're sick, you're out of commission for two weeks, like you may gain some weight, but it might be in the form of water retention. So I'm glad that you're pushing forward regardless, but also take into consideration that that weight should drop off as we start getting more momentum again. And yeah. then you saying how 
your stress got you sick. That's a, that's actually very accurate. That happens a lot. You know, when I'm like in the most stressful parts of phase of my life, I know I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get sick around the corner and lo and behold, get sick. You know, you got all this stuff going on and then you're just pushing your body to your limits. You're pushing your mind to your limits. That stress is going to get you. And I feel yeah. like when people are dealing with depression and stuff, I feel like you're more commonly sick when you have all these stressors in your life. And it's more of a pattern. I've just yeah. been thinking about it. You know, you know what? I'm going to say it. Cortisol's a bitch. <laughs> Cortisol is a bitch. <laughs> I was going to say all in all too, like, even though you had to take a step back, think of what was going on as like a, like a diet and exercise break and it allow your body to recover. And now you can attack it again. And that's something we don't, we don't talk about either is like when you're dieting for a long period of time, it's going to impact you. It's okay to take like a, a week or two to just like smooth sail and then get back into it if you have to. And it's sickness usually does that. So yeah, man, I, um, I, I, I keep thinking about like that, exactly that, or it's like, especially recognizing like the, the, the things I'm, I'm craving to have mm-hmm. as far as like what I wanted these past two weeks and the stuff that I was eating before and being like, man, I mean like shit <laughs> and I'm feeling like shit when I eat it. And it's like, yeah, is it delicious? absolutely but you pay the price and um like as far as like the water weight goes for sure man like i'm these past couple of weeks i'm crushing like two gallons of water a day and it's like i'm staying hydrated because i'm like gotta stay hydrated gotta keep nutrition nutrients in your body when your body's trying to fight fight off these these foreign invaders Mm -hmm. and and that was kind of like all that was on my mind was like, I'm just, I'm just trying to feel better so I can get back to it, get back to work, get back to, you know, teaching myself how to drive these fucking trucks and <laughs> get back to, you know, figuring out what my life, like, like thinking like not, not even like in a micro scale as far as like the next month or two, but like thinking like trying to plan ahead for the next mm-hmm. remainder of my fucking life. <laughs> yeah. These next couple of months, like less than two months until I'm hitting the big 3-0. And it's like weird because like now I have to shift my mentality away from I don't want to say not doing what I want to do, but more of like doing what I want to do while being conscious that I need to start planning for the rest of my life. Yeah. Because I'm I'm doing the things physically and mentally to prepare myself to live a long, healthy life. Whereas before I was more living in a lot in that life of convenience of doing what I wanted in the here and now, because, you know, it, it made me feel good or it's something that I enjoy doing. Um, and coming out of like depressive episodes where it's like sitting down at, at you know, computer and loading up a game and then staring at the login screen and being like, I don't even enjoy doing this right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because depression was taking away my enjoyment of almost any and everything away from like the that comfort of what what food is that thing that was always the biggest comfort to me in my life because in that relationship with my parents I couldn't go and talk to them but you know who I could talk to was the sleeve of Oreos in my hand or 
a big old bowl of Cap'n Crunch shredding up the roof of my mouth <laughs> and, <laughs> and enjoying the sensation of a, you know, a full happy stomach over the need for a fucking hug in my head. Yeah, that's real, man. Yeah, yeah, you know. Eso sí que es. <laughs> <laughs> when you were talking about like the deliberate movement and change and everything like that, I think it all comes down to like, and I mentioned this before, I think with you and Chris, like how ready, willing, and able you are to change. If you're not able mm-hmm. to make that significant change just yet, those micro baby steps are all you need to do right now. But when you start getting that momentum and you feel like you're getting that confidence and you're making this progress and you're ready to make more change because of it, you can take it up a notch. And I feel like that you guys are going through like a transitionary period right now where it's like you've gotten that momentum. There's a lot of stuff going on in your lives. But then as soon as that transition period ends, you guys are like, oh, I'm more than ready, willing, and able to change on a scale of one to 10, going from <laughs> a going from a three to a nine, you know, after this transition period. And when that happens, it's like, you're going to be crushing your goals. And it just, you know, uh, as you said, be patient with that progress and you're going to be able to come on to that and then make that progress, take that progress to the next level type of thing. And yeah, absolutely. we're crossing that three Oh, I'm 13 away at 13 days away for the big three Oh for myself. So a lot of stuff that you're thinking about, I've been thinking about myself too. <laughs> I'm like, all right, where am I going to take this? You know, as, We're, as a 32 year old, I can tell you guys, it's all downhill. Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's all going to shit. Yeah, no, dude. Welcome to the Thunderdome. Saw... You know, it's, it's done. I don't know if you guys saw that thing I posted on TikTok. I basically posted when I was in my early twenties, when I first started working out and I started getting fit, losing weight and building some muscle. A lot of the guys, like my father's friends, just a bunch of guys that I knew that were older. They're like, you're going to stop working out when you're 30, because there's going to be so much stuff going on and things like that. But I kind of realized the opposite. It's like, if I stop working out, I'm going to go crazy because of like, when you encounter so many stressors in your life, that just can be overwhelming to you. And I feel like exercise kind of tames that for me. And as I'm Mm -hmm. about to be 30, now people are like, just, just wait till you're 40. I'm like, Challenge accepted. (laughs) (laughs) In any way, I'm sure my recovery is going to be terrible. I'm sure I'm going to have days where I don't want to go to the gym, but I'm going to do some sort of activity, whether it's walking, whether it's running and things like that. It all depends on what's going going forward. And I'm not going to be able to train as hard as I used to getting into 30 plus, but it's still ingrained in my brain. It's still in my lifestyle. It's going to go downhill, but I'm going to be fighting against that for the rest of my life. So... (laughs) We started early, guys. We're coming into a close. Do you guys have any questions about anything you want to you want to ask, or is there something that you want to talk about? Or did we start early? We did a few minutes early. Oh, really? Nice. Um, I mean, I'm excited for the future, you guys. I'm. Too, um, yeah, it's October, and I'm already working on like New Year's resolutions, so I can, you know, kind of hit that ground running and not be like. Three, two, one, happy new year. All right, this year we're gonna blah blah blah. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> we're gonna get it. Yeah, it's like what do we what do we actually want? Like, let's start working on it now, you know. I like that, Chris. That's how you started your journey too. When you came to me at the beginning, you're just like, you know, holiday season's around the corner, but I'm starting now. And yeah, I was like, yeah. oh. already when I heard that from Chris, I was like, Oh, this guy's gonna make the progress because he's not saying 
oh, I'm going to wait till after the holiday season to just get after it. He's saying, I need to get my shit together now. And then as progresses, okay, I'll have my, you know, New Year's resolution. I'll try to hit that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm super pumped for that. I'm super pumped for you. Something, a, a phrase that kind of stuck with me back in the day when I was first doing Herbalife was that I kept running into issues where I was not being willing to do what I needed to do. And a friend of mine was was like, catch me on my shit when I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling like that today. And he'd be like, well, when is now a good time? That's facts. I was like, oh, fuck you. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was a question I had for Chris. Is like, you're coming up on a really big transition, like moving not just yourself, but like your whole house and going kind of across the world, but not, not next door, that's for sure. Uh, what kind of like, what kind of steps are you planning on putting into motion to like stick to not just because like we, we talked a little bit about your concern about stagnating once you once you get out there and, and sticking to the walking thing but what about like your what about like your diet so yeah so my one of my big game plans is i'm trying to have a place lined up before i move like where i'm going to actually live because mm-hmm. i know i'm flying in i'll be staying like with my folks for you know a couple of days at least you know family just to kind of, you know, get past jet lag and kind of, you know, get resituated. Um, yeah. But my my family is very much country folk. It's like, okay, we're going to have potatoes and noodles and beans, you know, and all this, like, you know, not necessarily healthy or unhealthy things, but not like healthy either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like food, food all the time. Uh, and that's just kind of like how, the, how they cook. So I, I understand that like, you know, while I'm living with them, that's going to kind of be what's, what's around. Um, but I know once I try and find a place to live and I'm trying to find a place in not necessarily the city, cause I don't like city, but more, more, I don't know, like rural, not rural, I guess. I don't know. Like outside the city limits. You know what I mean? Close yeah. enough to where I can go shop suburban. and whatnot. Suburban. Thank you. Yeah. Suburban area. Um, but then I also planned on trying to implement some of those meal prep services you guys mentioned before. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the reason I haven't done that here in Hawaii is it was like, for Tony and like California, cost it was preventative. Like, yeah, it was it was like six hundred dollars or something like that for like a month worth of food, and for here it was like fifteen hundred. And I was like, no way, man. I was like, Jeez. I don't, I don't, don't want to do that. So I'm hoping you know, I can I can get into something like that when I get back. Like that better be all you can eat. Yeah, right. Twelve hundred, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's like this. It's like a small yeah. bill. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my biggest frustrations when I. Like with with that particular meal meal service, you could pick like you know the 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 less or the or the like the fat burning or the or like the muscle building. And I was like, well, obviously I'm gonna pick the muscle building one. Like the fat burning one's probably gonna be like a, a little nibble. And then I get the muscle building one, and it's like still not a lot. Right. <laughs> like, but you know they're pretty good. Sometimes like I'll grab two of them like after a long day, and I'll just have two of them in a bowl. That's kind of that hits the spot but it's like oh, then definitely. i start thinking then i start thinking about it, i'm like fuck dude this was 22 dollars in that bowl <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like oh, okay how many more i got i got 14 more i gotta let this last <laughs> yeah no kidding dude no kidding <laughs> feels bad awesome guys well i'm super pumped for you guys with everything going on regardless of all the setbacks and regardless of all mm-hmm. the events going on in our lives you're just like i'm gonna get it you know it's so awesome to see you, dude I can't wait because like 
once that that physical weight loss comes through and you guys mm -hmm. like look in the mirror and you're like holy shit that would be such a glorious feeling it's like oh man my mindset is here my body's here i'm gonna go conquer the world now <laughs> yeah right uh, that's honestly I, something i'm kind of excited for it's easier said than done but just embracing the journey that you're in and it, it's it was so hard for me like looking back it took me a few years for me to kind of like I like what I'm doing, you know, it's not mm -hmm. working towards, okay, I'm going to be this buff guy, but it's more so like every set and every rep is counting towards becoming the person I want to be and being mm -hmm. able to be a part of that in whatever exercise you like, and just seeing how you can step-by-step step making this progress and getting this momentum, hitting a new personal record and stuff. You like hit that, you celebrate a little bit, then you're like, okay, on to the next one. And then you keep working on that journey. And every single time you're in there in the gym, or every single time you're going outdoors and going for a session, you know, it's going to improve you in the long term. And once you're in that point and in that zone where it actually fulfills you and makes you happy, that's such an incredible feeling. Hell yeah, brother. We'll get there, gentlemen. Grant, we haven't heard from you taking it away in a minute. So. Uh <laughs> did you cut out <laughs> no it's powered up dude <laughs> it was like oh it just like it just disappeared for a second i was like oh shit the yeah dude i went super saiyan bro <laughs> uh well you know what we've missed you all for these past couple of weeks we're glad to have everybody back glad to have tony home safe and sound Thank excited you. to see chris and me getting back to the getting back to the grindstone and shaving away our noses uh, but you know what? We here at the Mood Lifters, we got one last question for you today. Have you lifted your mood today? Yes, sir. I'm glad Let's that go! you guys showed up. Let's go. Thank you guys for watching. And if you have any questions or comments, please don't hesitate to throw them below. Please don't hesitate to reach out to me at any time at Live Reforged on Instagram. I'm more than happy to help you guys on your journey. You guys actually inspired me on my journey as well, watching you guys making all this progress and stuff. So much love to you guys. Thank you for watching, and we will see you in the next one. Take care. Be well. I want to thank you guys for watching this week's episode. If you guys enjoyed this, like I said, share this with as many people as possible. If you have any questions or comments, throw in the comments below. If you're watching YouTube, or you can direct message me on social media at Instagram to get in contact with me. Or you can join our Discord group in the show notes below where we help people use exercise as a way to battle depression. Lastly, we have a fitness for mental health supplement brand created for you guys to help you on your journey. And if you're interested in trying our products, go to amazon.com slash reforged, or you can check the show notes below and we have direct links to our pre-workout and sleep supplement. And with that guys, thank you for watching and we will see you in the next one. Peace.